So if you're looking at the sickness in earth, no, look towards the healer. Look towards the one that heals the world by dying on the cross and rising again. If, if you're going through financial trouble, look through the one who is your provider that says you are the head and not the tail, that you're above and you're not under. See, you got to just align your focus. See, when you focus on the negative, you're going to get negative. If you focus on the positive, you'll be positive. If you focus on the word, you'll see the intentions God has for your life, not the intentions of man or the report that man has. Come on, give him praise. Enemy wants to make you feel like you're a loser. Enemy wants to make you feel that like you got no hope and no future. God says, with me, all th- with, not with me, but with God, all things are possible. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're more than a conqueror. There is scripture after scripture to encourage you that you can do this, whatever it is you're going through, whatever trouble you're facing, whatever perplexity that is coming upon you you can make it through it sometimes you just have to let god do some adjustment Word of the Lord reads, for all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many rebound to the glory of God, for which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and external weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. The word of the Lord. You may be seated. See, there's a lot of people that are going through light affliction. More affliction than some than others. But it's not what we need to be looking at. So he says, for all things are for your sakes. And then it says, for the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many. See, we've got to be thankful in all things. Got to find reasons to be thankful. You know, I mean, it's easy, I guess. But sometimes, you know, something simple of, in a tragedy like what happened to my father's and my family last night. The thing to be grateful for is that he didn't die. He didn't get hurt. Okay, he lost clothes and lost things. You know, but we got the memories in our mind, and, and it, but he's okay. That's the thing to be thankful, and, and, and not just be thankful for it, but be thankful to God. See, we've got to be thankful to God for things. And I believe that there's times in our lives where, you know, we go through things, but there's times in our lives when we need to get a little bit of an alignment, a little bit of an adjustment. Amen? Now, you know, how many, how many have a car? have ever owned a car how many have ever been driving your car and 
all of a sudden you hit the brakes or even without hitting the brakes, it starts to pull to one side of the road or the other. You hit the brakes and for, instead of going straight, you're pulling towards the side of the road. Or maybe you've noticed you go and look at your tire, anybody who pays attention to their car, and you look at your tires, you're like, why is the inside of my tires on, on this side and the outside of my tire on that side? Why is that wearing down to nothing but I got good tread on the rest of my tire? That's because your car needs what is called an alignment. They have to take it to a shop. They've got to put it on these racks and machines, and they've got to align your They've got to adjust and tighten some things in the mechanisms that keep your tires attached and controlled. They have to align them. And now you could get away with just aligning the tires in the front, but the best thing to do is to get the four-wheel alignment. Let them put all them tires in line so that you can have your car running and riding the way it needs to move. Sometimes in our lives, God has to do that to us. God's got to put us on the rack and align us. He's got he's to get us so that all of our, our things in our lives are headed in the right direction. And, and then the other thing with, with doing the alignment of the tires, they, if they do it right, they're going to take them off and they're going to do a thing called balancing the tires. What's balancing? They put it on a high-speed machine and they let it spin. And as, now, back before, they probably would look at it. Now there's a machine that has digital things and readouts, and they put these little things on it called weights, and they tap them in around the rim, and when they do that, it balances the tire so it doesn't wobble when it spins, it just spins straight. Sometimes we get a little wobbly in our life, and I think God hasn't put an adjustment on us, and sometimes he might have to put a little balancing on us, amen? Maybe he needs to weight us down in his word a little more. Maybe he's got to weight us down in prayer a little more, get us to be able to pray a little more. I believe now in this time that we're living in right now that God is doing some adjustment. God is doing some alignment, and God is doing some balancing, amen? I believe that, that you know, all the things that are going on in this world, and the, and the progression of the end of times is upon us. God is moving forward and the church is going to rise up. The church is now. There's going to be some that are going to fall away. That's scriptural. There will be a falling away. But I believe that the real remnant believers of God are going to let God do the adjustments in their lives, the alignments in their lives, and rise up. See, because when you get aligned and you get adjusted, you're ready to be advanced. You see, see, because if you if you just want to stay where you are, then don't let God do any alignment on your life. Don't let God do any adjustment. How, well, how can I not let God do something? Our free will. Don't don't seek him. Don't be grateful for him. Don't trust in him. Just do your own thing. Do what you want to do. But I choose to let God align me. I let, choose to let God adjust me. Simple things, too. Like how many years we've been running that food pantry for five years, six years, no, six years. Right? Pretty much almost seven. We started it right, I mean, within months of starting the church, we started a food pantry. And um, now that we have this corona pandemic and social distancing and things, we have had to make some adjustments to the way that we run the pantry. But you know what? Some of the adjustments may stick around. We may do some of the things the way we're doing it now afterwards. We may not have the stakes and have people doing six feet apart, but we may have a front and back door. We may keep the people in their cars and separate so we can move faster once we start loading. We may have people sign in right away and get a number when they come in. You don't know, but the adjustments 
we're due. Now, we're always looking at things and thinking we need to change things and we come up with ideas, but sometimes we don't make the adjustments until it's meant to we need to. How many times, sometimes you have something and you don't fix it until it's absolutely broke? How many, you see something going on, you're like, you know what, I better change that. Yeah, nah, nah. Then, then, then you change it when it blows or when, it dis- when something happens to it. Oh, you know, I better fix that thing with my car because, you know, it, or, you know, it, 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 it's messing up and, oh, and then it's fixed lately, but you know it's not really fixed. But, nah, nah, but then it, when it finally breaks for good, that's when you decide to fix it. I believe a lot of times God will give us warning signs when we need to get adjusted, when we need to get aligned. So like I said, with this pantry, now we've had the opportunity to adjust some things, and then afterwards we can decide which adjustments we want to keep when we move forward and not have to worry about social distancing. Amen? Same thing in your life. God's going to... Make adjustments in your life from the day you get saved. It's not going to be, you know, always the way you want it to be. Look at Proverbs 16, 2 says, All the ways of man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. Then you go down to verse 9, the same chapter in the book of Proverbs, chapter 16, and it says, A man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directs his steps. You see, you may have devised the way that you think you want to go. Some of us may have devised that we, a, a way that, wait, you know, we, I think this is what the Lord wants me to do. And you start headed out in that direction of what you think you, the Lord wants you to do. But somewhere along that path, see, that's your desire in your heart. But the Lord directs your steps. You may say, I want to be here, but God may say, no, you have to go here first. You have to do this first. You have to go through this first to get to this. I remember hearing a man of God say one time he was talking about telling people to be careful of saying, because how many people in here may have done this? People online, you may have done this. You see somebody operating strongly in the power of God, and you may say, man, I want to operate like that. Man, I would love to have that mantle or that power of God flowing through me. He said, be careful, because for you to get to that place of being where they're operating, you're probably going to have to go through what they went through to get there. See, there's going to be times where you're going to be persecuted. That's part of God's alignment. There's going to be times where you may get sick and have to believe in healing. That's God's alignment. To align you to believe that he's the healer. You may have to go without and believe God to provide. That's part of God's alignment. You see, you got to always look at things that God, see, God allows things to happen, but it's always for a good purpose in your life at the end of the day. God never allows something, you know what, I'm just tired of that, brother. Go ahead, let him have destruction. Just get him off that face of the earth. I'm so, that's not God. God is like, you know what? That brother needs a little direction. So if this comes, this thing that's going on in his life right now, Jesus, we're going to use that. We're going to help that person grow from this experience. Jesus, come on. Come on, Holy Spirit. Come on, Jesus. We're going to help him through this. And when the product is done, then we're gonna, he's going to be w- closer to what we want him to be and where we want him to go. Peter is the most perfect example. Bible says that at the Last Supper, Jesus, Jesus was saying how all this stuff was going to happen. And Peter was like, no, no, no. I'll go to prison for you. I'd die for you. I'll be beaten for you anyway. And then Jesus said, told him, said, get behind these Satan. And he said, Peter, you're going you're gonna to deny me three times before the cock crows. But I have prayed. He also said, Satan has requisitioned 
to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed that when it's accomplished, that your faith will be strengthened. You see, and all, all this stuff, you can think, well, if Jesus loved Peter so much, why did he let him go through all that stuff? Because he knew that after the devil was done with Peter, God would get the glory and Peter would be a stronger person for the kingdom of God. See, you may be like, why is this going on? Why, why, why? Or you just more like be like, God, listen, I don't understand why this is going on, but to you be the glory and let whatever you want to come out of this, come out of this, because I'm yours. Align me, adjust me, and advance me. Come on, give God praise. Why am I laying in bed right now? Because my back hurts. Why am I coughing? Because I feel like I'm sick. Well, because maybe, maybe you're just going through it so that you can dig your heels in and say, God, I trust in you, and I'm going to get healed in the name of Jesus. Why is my bank account so low? Why am I not able to make it from day to day? Why do I have so little money? Maybe God's going to use that experience for you to realize maybe there's some things we're buying that we don't need. Maybe we have some services that we don't need. I remember talking to somebody one day, and they, they came to me. They wanted to, They were like, everybody always wants to come and borrow money off pastor or the church. And they came to me one time, and, and, and we sat down, and we were just, I was like, well, man, what kind of bills do you got? And, and they were like, well, our, our T-Mobile bill is like 600 a month or 500 a month. They had like five phones, and they all had the maximum plan that could have. And I was like, do you really need that every month on a, on a fixed income, not working income? I was like, that, oh, oh, then let's get to the cable package. About the same price, three, four hundred bucks a month. And I'm like, man, maybe you need to reduce a little bit of your expenses so you have more money out of that limited income that's coming. Sometimes God may have you back up and regroup to adjust some things. You see, we've got to be able to let God do what God wants to do in your life. God may sit you down for a moment to get your attention so he can bring you forward. You may think you're supposed to be further along in things that you are right now. Don't get dismayed. Just trust God. Because remember, it says that he directs the steps. You have it in your heart. He puts it in your heart, but he directs the steps. See, sometimes we got to align our focus. Proverbs 4.25 says, let thine eyes look right on and let thy eyelids look straight before you. See, sometimes what happens is the way we get our, out of line with our focus, like right now, we could be looking so much at what's going on with this pandemic, suppose, whatever that you want to call it, the corona, that we take our eyes off God. God's saying, wait a minute, even though, because Psalm 91 says, though a thousand shall fall at my right side and a thousand shall fall at my left side, nothing will come nigh my dwelling. See, they got to look forward on that. You can't just look, oh, my God, people are dying all around me. I'm next. No, you got to say, even if people die right in front of me and drop dead, I am not dropping dead because I believe I'm dwelling in the secret place of the most high and nothing's going to come nigh my dwelling, my body, my family, no nothing in the name of Jesus. And then if you really want to get bold, apply that blood of Jesus to everybody and tell that devil to get out of my way. I'm moving forward because I'm letting God align me. I'm letting God adjust me and my God is going to advance me. Come on, give God some praise. Colossians 3, 2 says to set your affections on the things above, not on the things of the earth. 
You see, the things of the earth are going to confound you sometimes. The things of the earth are going to get you in dismay and even depressed. But when you think about the goodness of God and the glory of God and the things in heaven that, and, the, and the power we talked about, we have access to everything that, that God has through the sacrifice of Jesus. So if you're looking at the sickness in earth, no, look towards the healer. Look towards the one that heals the world by dying on the cross and rising again. If, if you're going through financial trouble, look through the one who is your provider that says you are the head and not the tail, that you're above and you're not under. See, you got to just align your focus. See, when you focus on the negative, you're going to get negative. If you focus on the positive, you'll be positive. If you focus on the word, you'll see the intentions God has for your life, not the intentions of man or the report that man has. Come on, give him praise. Enemy wants to make you feel like you're a loser. Enemy wants to make you feel like you got no hope and no future. God says with me, all th- with, not with me, but with God, all things are possible. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're more than a conqueror. There is scripture after scripture to encourage you that you can do this. Whatever it is you're going through, whatever trouble you're facing, whatever perplexity that is coming upon you you can make it through it sometimes you just have to let god do some adjustment a lot of times it's our focus our focus gets this straight gets out of whack how many have ever like well phones now they've auto everything's auto focus but back when i was in high school we took i took photography for three years and they had 35-millimeter cameras. You had to actually focus to get the picture in. You have to make adjustments. If you want to go hunting and use a scope, you've got to sight your scope. And you've got to, just because you got the crossbar on something doesn't mean you're going to hit what is going on if you haven't adjusted the scope to the sightings on the rifle. If the rifle is, the, you may have the scope on that bear, but the, but the rifle's pointing at the tree. So you have to align the focus and alignment of the scope. There's a lot of things you've got to align the focus. How many, see, I'm old. Well, not as old, but I'm old. Back in when I was a kid, I remember when cable came out. I remember the, uh, the oh, I want my MTV commercials. I, I remember when I was a kid, when I, was, when I graduated or ex- advanced from sixth grade into seventh grade, my graduation gift was a little 13-channel black-and-white television. Now, the best reception was by the window because that's where the TV waves were. But it, I wanted it over here. So not every channel came in the same. You would get... One channel in, and it'd be nice. But then, oh, let me see what's on this channel. Oh, man, I got to adjust the antenna. Move it around. Maybe move the TV itself. Maybe find out that, wow, it's at best receptions when I'm holding the antenna because now I became the big antenna. But my point is this. I had to make adjustments to get the proper viewing. Uh, same thing with a radio. You've got to use the dial. Well, now it's digital, but you used to have a dial that you used to have to turn to get it in so you get the reception. Sometimes we've got to get our focus adjusted so that we can get it aligned with what God's doing in our lives. 
See, you could look at all the things that are going on. It depends, like I said, it depends on which view news feed you're looking at. It depends on who you're listening to. You can get all kinds of different views of what's going on in this current situation. What I, we should do is this should be realigning our focus to the one who created us. It should be realigning our focus on God Almighty. It should be rekindling fires on the inside of us to get stronger and closer to God. Amen. So it's all about your focus. See, sometimes I think we need to have our faith adjusted. See, the more you go through, the more you'll be able to believe in. See, I remember I used to tell people, you know, if you can't believe God to, to, to cure you of a headache, how are you going to believe for him to get rid of cancer? If you can't believe for the small thing, that's why the Bible says don't despise small beginnings. If you can't be happy and grateful in the small things, how are you going to be able to handle the big things? How are you going to be ready for the big things? If you can't give a dime on a dollar, well, God knows you won't be able to give 100000 on a million. See, it's all about your focus and how much you believe. See, I, I, I tithe every week because I know that if I don't, it's going to hurt me. I know every week I put in that 10% plus a little bit extra just because I know that's what the Bible tells me. And as soon as I start not doing it, that's when I, the, the hand, I, my belief, and I, it's seen in, in my life and in others, that's when the hand of protection comes off you. Because you can't trust him with what he's given you. You see, sometimes, you know, in James 1, 6, it says, But let him ask in faith, not wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. See, you can't think God is God one minute and think he's not God the next minute. You can't think he's a healer but not can't, can't help you with your finances. You can't think he's not, that he's your provider but then not believe he's not a healer. He's either God or he's not. And I believe sometimes we go through things in life so God can use those things to adjust our faith, to fine-tune our faith, to get our faith aligned with him so he can show up and prove himself to who he is to us. Amen? Because my God is always trying to prove to me who he is. Amen? If I allow him, is alignment going to be easy? Not sometimes. Alignment may be painful. You may be head over heels in love with somebody and God's alignment doesn't have them in your life. God may have to pull them out of your life. Is that going to be easy? Probably not. But when it's finished and done, you're going to see the product of God's in your life. Amen. That this is better off. My life is better. And it's, it, I'm happier now that I've trusted God. See, it's all about trusting God. It's all about giving everything to God and let him align, adjust, and advance us. The problem is we want to be advanced without the first two. We want to get saved. We want to get blessed. And we want to get promoted to the front of the line without even going through anything. It's like people that sometimes they come to the pantry and they don't want to get behind the last person. They want to find a way to get in the front of the line. Sometimes you've got to get in line. Not just align. Sometimes you've got to get in line. We can't just jump to where we want to be. But I believe with all this, we're starting to really realize and recognize what are the things we really need in life. And I hope 
for, for the benefit of everybody in this room and for the benefit of everybody listening to me online, that the first thing that you guys are reeling is the only thing and the most important thing you need is God. That God will provide. Amen? Hallelujah. But if you're double-minded, the Bible says you'll be unstable in all your ways. You've got to believe that he is. And he's going to do what his word says he will do. you got to believe that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. See, you can't be just somebody who's hitting and missing with God. you got to be diligently seeking him. In anything that goes on in your life, you need to diligently seek him. Not just the things that trouble you, but just everyday things. I, I really firmly believe. I don't know if anybody else prays for my dad. I have no idea if he prays. I don't have any idea if my brother and sister pray for him. I don't, my, my daughter, I, I'm pretty sure my daughter in Pennsylvania prays for him. And I'm pretty sure Faith prays for him. But I know every day, me and my wife, we're covering my dad in prayer. And I believe, I firmly believe that that helped him and protected him in that fire. Well, Pastor, yet that's my God. I believe when we pray for you, that God protects you guys and you don't even know he's protecting you sometimes. Amen. And sometimes I think we just got to adjust our doubt and unbelief. Remember the, the, the man in the book of Mark chapter 9 when he came in and he begged Jesus to heal his daughter. And, and Jesus asked him, he said, Lord, well, do you believe? And he said, yes, Lord, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. See, that man recognized that even though he believed, there was a portion of him that had unbelief. That is human nature. How many, you know, we have that thing, it's, oh, it just sounds too good to be true. We've always, we always got doubt. That's a human, a human defense mechanism. When someone says they want to do something for you, most of the time we doubt it. We're like, yeah, right, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, you got to know that God will never let you down. God will always provide his word. And when you have them times of trouble, let, let, let God align your unbelief. Ask him, say, Lord, Help me with my unbelief in this situation. Lord, I, I can't, Lord, I'm struggling right now. I believe in you. I want to believe in you. But there's this area of me that just can't believe. Lord, help me in that area. Quicken me in that area. Strengthen that area. Lord, remove the unbelief and let me have unwavering faith and belief in you. And he will. He will show up in your life. He will show up in your household. He will show up in your family. He will align you. He will adjust you. And he will advance you. Come on. Give him praise. Amen. And we got to close. But I believe your perspective. I've been talking about perspective. Wednesday I talked about the helmet of salvation and how we have to have protection to God that we're saved and the protection of God over our minds because our brain controls all of our functions. Our brains control our thoughts. Your brain is what tells you when to speak. When to, so you've got to protect your brain. You've got to have the perspective that I serve an almighty God, that I serve a resurrected King Jesus who defied hell, death, and the grave. I serve a God that controls everything but loves me enough to do. If his eye is on a sparrow, I know he's watching over me. I know that my God got his eyes on me. I know that my God loves me. My God wants to provide for me, and I'm going to keep my perspective. I'm going to keep my focus. I'm going to let my God align, adjust, and advance me. Come on, give him praise in this house. World Harvest Worship Center. Reaching our world. One life, one city, one nation.
at a time.